It is November 2nd. How are you? It's the A show. All about the Cup show. Congratulations to the Chicago Cups tonight. Wow, it, it, it it's it's unbelievable. So if you haven't if, if you haven't been watching the game tonight, uh the Cups won the World Series about half an hour ago after their 108-year drought. Uh, they just wiped against the Cleveland Indians who were also going through a 68-year drought. So, wow, what what an epic game. Um that was a <laughs> That's the only one word that I can use. I only had two words tonight. OMG or, oh my god, epic. Um, Wow, that that was incredible just watching that. Uh, So the Cubs won in, the, in 10 innings, 8-7, to seven, in the Game 7 of the World Series. They were down three games to one. It looked pretty hopeless after Saturday night when they were down three to nothing. <laughs> Or three to one, and then they came back Sunday, yesterday Tuesday night, and tonight they completed the comeback from three to one. And the Cleveland fans should be familiar with three to one deficit. You know when they were down earlier this this year for the NBA Finals against the Golden State Warriors. You know they, they just, obviously the Warriors set the record this year with a seventy three win season, and they were up three to one, and then the Cavaliers came back and won, and then exercised whatever demon the Cleveland City has had it sports wise. Uh so wow, that that was a that was an unbelievable game. It's probably the it's it's probably the best World Series I've seen in my life. I I it's pretty up there, you know. Yeah, I, I I'm speechless. I mean I think it's up there with a at least for my lifetime, my memory with the, what was it, the 2001 World Series, the Diamondbacks against the Yankees, uh, the Luis Gonzalez winning hit against Mariano Rivera. That was a very emotional World Series, you know, after the 9-11 and all that. So uh, that went the distance too. Um, the Yankees looked like they were out of it, but they came back, you know, a couple times. You know, that's when Jeter was called Mr. November. But it's not about the Yankees. It's not about 2001. This is about 2016. So... Wow. Uh, so a little. I'm gonna go. I don't know. I had other topics to talk about tonight, but since this just happened, I gotta cover it. Um. So, Cubs look bad early in this series. You know, some people said they're more of an American League team. Uh. You know, with all their hitting and then decent pitching they had at Cleveland, somehow they beat two great teams in this playoffs. Uh, the Red Sox and the Blue Jays. My Blue Jays, against the great hitting, they just almost. You know, they were like. What was it? Seven and one against them in the playoffs coming into the series. So, ah, uh, and then two teams again who've had the longest drought in the Major League Baseball were facing each other. But to be honest, you, you know, if you're watching this World Series, you're watching for the Cubs. Hundred and eight years, not sixty-eight years. You know, the Cubs have been the lovable losers for such a long time, right? Like you don't say Cleveland Indians are the lovable losers with all their race, racially charged logo and the. Th- team name and all that come on we got all the north dakota pipeline thing going on you you think you want to support that you know cause i'm just joking i'm just giving cleveland a hard time but and i'm i'm kind of happy that the cubs avenge for the toronto teams you know the cleveland cavaliers beat the raptors and the baseball team beat the beat the blue jays so i said you know two sports leagues go down 
you know, sports league teams go down to the same team. That that sucks. So I was like, you know what? Fuck Cleveland. Come on, cops. Just end the drought right here, right now. And then uh, I thought it was going to be a sweep or something of magnif- magnificent advantage to the Cubs. But, wow, they they fought. They clawed their way back. And, you know, even in the moments tonight, when they were, even when they were up 5-1, to one, they blew the lead. It was 6-6 six, six going into the ninth inning and the tenth and then eventually ended up going to the extra innings in the tenth inning with a rain delay that was seventeen minutes long. So so what happened was that uh they were expecting rain tonight and they were expecting rain around eleven o'clock Eastern time. So they pulled the first pitch from eight oh eight Eastern time to eight o'clock dead on. So they pulled it by ten minutes. You know, it's like hopefully that ten minutes would help with half an inning probably. But turned out they still had a rain delay and uh but the major league was adamant that you know what the game will end tonight we're not gonna postpone this you know for thursday morning thursday afternoon thursday evening you know continuous game they're not gonna do that so i was like great great and the ticket prices were ridiculous for this game you know it was ranging from 240 dollars which i can't believe it was that low up to twenty three thousand dollars twenty three thousand dollars for a baseball game and eighty percent of the ticket sales went to went outside Ohio, which means it's probably all Cubs fans. And you know, wow, how would you feel after spending twenty thousand dollars or even five thousand dollars and see the Cubs lose? You know, how heartbroken are you? Unless you're the Cleveland fan who paid twenty thousand dollars, which I don't know if that happened. You know, maybe it did happen. Who knows? But. Wow. Um, so, anyways, I, I'm going to analyze this a little bit because I think some people want to hear it. So, if you're not an Inside Baseball fan, screw it. Whatever. So, I thought the I thought the Cubs were a little too aggressive. Um, well, not aggressive. They were playing like the Blue Jays or the Red Sox for like going for that three-run home run at every at-bat in the first four games. And it worked in the second game, but, you know, I noticed that they completely adjusted their hitting, you know, getting more aggressive, but aggressive to a point that just get on base and get hits, not go for that three-run, eight-run home run that doesn't exist at every swing, every pitch. So, and that started the Cubs offense coming back because this is a very low-scoring World Series until tonight and yesterday. Um, It was like 3-2, 4-1, you know, but the Cubs adjusted to the Cleveland pitching, which which has been fun, which was phenomenal all postseason, you know, given the injuries they had. But wow! And then at one point, I thought the Cubs manager Joe Madden overmanaged, you know, bringing in you know their closer yesterday for what was it, the three inning save or whatever. Some he threw like forty five pitches, fifty pitches or something. So like. Even with a nine to you know seven to two lead, and then it became nine to two, and then he took the closer out at the end for game six. But I thought Madden panicked a little bit, but the Cleveland manager Terry Francona, who won the World Series with the Red Sox, who exorcised their curse—I don't know if that's the right word—in two thousand four, won it in '07. You know, he played with whatever hand that he was given. So, you know, I. I thought Francona did whatever he could. Well, maybe except tonight when Shaw came back, the Cleveland closer, after the rain delay. So what usually happens in baseball is that if if you're in a long delay for like 10, 15 minutes, 
20 minutes, you usually sit the pitcher down because arms just going cold, especially without warming up. You're you're in the middle of the game, but Shaw came back in the 10th inning and he gave up. He gave up a base runner, Chris Bryant, and then he had to walk Anthony Rizzo. But he stayed and then pitched to who was it? I can't remember. One of the one of the Cubs hitters, and then they gave up. They gave up the run to uh, oh Ben Zobrist, who was the MVP of the World Series. So and then then they Cleveland finally took out Shaw at the end, and brought in Trevor Bauer, who got the well, and then who got the last two outs, but. I I thought Shaw should have came out um after he gave up Chris Bryant t- to the second. So ah what are you going to do? Uh a Cleveland tried, you know. They did their best, so whatever. Uh the Cubs, you know, their pitching management was weird. You know, even you know, people were questioning last night why the Roldis Chapman, the Cubs closer came in with a 7-2 lead when they should have saved him for tonight. And, you know, you could clearly see that Chapman was gassed tonight. He wasn't throwing that many three-digit fastballs. He was throwing a lot of sliders at the end. And, and he eventually gave up a tying home run when it was 6-4. to four. Uh, And it was just like, wow, like, Cubs are not going to win this. Like, Chapman's done. Who else is left? But, and even before that, the decision was weird. So the starter for the Cubs tonight, Kyle Hendricks, who actually I had on my fantasy team, him and Josh Tomlin on Cleveland. I, I I just picked them up as a random pickup like in May, June, both of them. And then they ended up being really good all season. So I ended up keeping them because I usually just like flip pitchers in my fantasy baseball. But anyways, and Hendricks led the league in ERA and got 16 wins this year. And he's been pretty consistent. And he, he was doing good. And some calls, some strikes weren't called strikes. They were called balls. And uh, But he was still getting out. But Joe Madden pulled him with one out left in the fifth inning. Brought in John Lester, who's on a, what was it, three-day rest. And clearly he did he didn't have it you know, as much. I mean, he had it in the moments, but he gave up crucial two runs. Uh, actually, crucial, yeah, two runs. So it was like 5-4 to four until Javi Baez got a home run, who fucked up tonight, who got two errors, one really bad su- suicide squeeze or safety squeeze bunt, but he got a home run to get the sixth run. Rajai Davis for the Cleveland I didn't think play the best, you know, defense, but he's not known for being a defensive fielder anyway. He's just fast, so he covers a lot of ground. Uh, he fucked up three times, in my opinion, but he got a big home run, the two-run home run in the ninth or, or in the eighth uh, to tie the game 6-6. Six to six. So, oh, whatever people screwed up, even the umpires or the hitters or the fielders out there tonight, you know, it's all it's all under water on the bridge at this point, uh, given the game they played gave tonight the series they gave uh the last week it's 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 one of the most amazing series i've ever seen and you know i think the steve bartman guy who screwed up in 03 you know trying to catch a foul ball that should have been an out and then the cups choked the you know the pennant run they had in 03 you know he, he should throw the first pitch next year i think he's ready to, he should come out and just so that you know all the Chicago fans would embrace him and then say, it's okay, it's all over, you know. So he could come out of the hiding after 13 years. I think he can do that now. I know he's, you know, turned down all the publicity and then appearances and interviews and all that since 03 fiasco, you know. 
And then the Cubs fans are always this lovable losers in Midwest. But, you know, after Bartman thing happened, they all became the, you know, same Red Sox, Philly, California fans, sports fans. They became typical sports fans, just like throwing beer, cursing left and right, you know, just being obnoxious in general, just blaming, you know, scapegoating this guy, poor guy for 13 years, you know, not 13 years, pro- probably like a few years, at least a couple years. You know, Jeff Bush made a joke when he was a governor at that time. He said, you know, he would give an asylum asylum to the, you know, Steve Barman because the uh, Chicago Cubs at that time were playing the Florida, Mar- Florida Marlins who won that World Series in 03, which brings me the memories of 03 Major League Baseball season. I've watched almost every uh, World Series except a few. Like 03, I didn't watch. Uh, 04, I didn't watch. 05, I kind of watched, but not really. 03, I didn't watch for this reason. So that's when the Cubs were last in the pennant hunt uh, for the World Series. And then they choked away at that time. What was it? They were on, what, 96-year mark? 95-year mark. And then on the American League, the Red Sox haven't won the World Series yet. This was 03. This was a year before they won the World Series. And they choked it against the Yankees. Uh, Aaron Boone home run. I, I watched that game. And I watched the Bartman game too. And, you know, that I think that would have been the best ever World Series if they did the Cubs versus the Red Sox. 95 years versus 85 years. And then the uh, Red Sox, you know, had that epic comeback in 04 in the ALCS against the Yankees. You know, they were down 3-0. to zero And they came back. David Ortiz, heroic moments there. And, but after that, the, the World Series was washed. They just swept the Cardinals easily 4 to nothing. So I said, yeah, I am not watching this. And 05, that was a White Sox, the other Chicago team who was on the another drought at that time. It was like, what, 86 years? Because they won. The Black Sox won in 1919. They won in 2005. But nobody in Chicago cared because everybody's a fucking Cubs fan. And then the whole White Sox, you know, South Side, you know, they didn't really consider that drought ending except for the White Sox fans, which which isn't as many as the Cubs fans out there. So, But, yeah, you know... I do feel it for Cleveland, but I really don't because they won the, what was it, the NBA championship. So, and then if they won this World Series, they probably would have become like the Red Sox fans, just obnoxious, you know, you know, because it's Cleveland. Come on. Like, it's like the Cavs fans out there right now. Like, oh, it's going to be a dynasty. LeBron's going to be there for another, you know, five years. You know, we're going to be great. Kyrie's young. You know, we got Tristan Thompson, blah, 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 all that shit. You know, fuck, fuck Cleveland. And then, uh, you know, I, I wish they would change the logo. You know, they used to, they didn't wear that Chief Wahoo, you know, the red skin logo, you know, because of all the Native American sensitivity out there the last decade. So they were wearing the Red Sea logo hat, but then all of a sudden they started wearing the Chief Wahoo hat again because they were winning. And then, you know, you see all these people in, dressed in like Indian costume and all that shit. By the way, they're not Indians. Columbus got it wrong. The real Indians are f- celebrating Diwali right now. By the way, ha- happy belated Diwali, India. Um, you know, and then so it's just it's it, it's just like it's so insensitive. I can't believe I'm talking about this. Same as the Washington Redskins. That's why I call them the Foreskins. Edmonton Eskimos. I, Eskimos is a derogatory term for the Inuits up in the north. Um, you know, and. You know, and some people go, you know what, it's a tradition. It's been around for a while. It's to honor the tribes. But yeah, only one time that I heard that, like, these Native American team names have been honored is the Florida Seminoles, Florida State Seminoles. 
you know, the Seminole tribe actually got together and voted. It's like, you know what, we'll keep the name. But And then NCAA had a rule. It's like, you cannot have Native American mascot or logo, blah, 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 all that stuff. So they got rid of the, you know, the Native American dude riding the horse in the Seminole games. But anyways, at least they agreed on that with the community that's down there. Cleveland Indians, yeah. And the, the Washington Redskins, who used to be Boston Redskins, you know. Then they have a weird racist history. And... You know, I, I keep telling all my Indian friends, like, when the Cleveland Indians come to the town and play the Mariners, like, just hold up a sign and say, I'm the real Indian. And then, like, I'm sure they will get the laughter and attention. But, you know, like, you know, I, I, I hate hanging on Cleveland after tonight, but fuck it, they won the NBA championship. I don't care. And then, you know, put your, put it in some other perspective. Let's say it wasn't the Indians. Let's say it's, say it's like, Chinese or something. And they decide to call the team the Cleveland Chinese. And you see all the fans doing weird ching chong chant or like you want some fortune cookie shit. You know, if they start doing those things, wouldn't you be offended? I mean, wouldn't you feel uncomfortable around that given the climate it's in? You know, Native Americans already suffered enough. All their lands became fucking Walmart and casinos. You know, and then it was like, and then can you imagine hearing... You know, fans going, you know, we're honoring the Chinese people by calling our team the Chinese. It's like, oh, you didn't even get the Chinese character right, you know. And I'm sure the team color is like yellow and shit. You know, for that reason, if I look at it that way, and then if you put it in that perspective, I go like, yeah, I'm against this Native American team logos and shit. And then I hope the Cleveland, you know, baseball team would, you know, watch that. And, you know, just for this episode, I'm going to call them by the team name Indians, Redskins, Foreskins, Eskimos whatever but you know blackhawks even for chicago god chicago was involved in this too um although blackhawk history is a little weird that was more of a military team in the world war Two, the blackhawk division but the blackhawk name that obviously came from the midwest tribe but anyway so because of that i i only, I only call this team by the t- these teams by team names tonight but that's why I've been calling them foreskins or just the Clevelands or something. I, I don't feel comfortable. I wouldn't I wouldn't like it if I'm in that position. But then again, you know, what the Native Americans think, you know, and then they have a lot of issues, you know, they they got that whole North Dakota pipeline issue too. And then all these people started checking in on Facebook and I thought they were actually in North Dakota, but no, it was a it was a viral movement that these uh guys had in North Dakota and then the pipeline thing and I guess that's a modern topic I'm gonna cover tonight. You know, the pipeline they're building through. And I think there was a pipeline explosion that's going from, like, Texas to New York or some shit. So, you know, and then they're just building this gas pipeline going through. Uh, You know, from where was it? I don't even know. It's like North Dakota to, I mean, North Dakota has been this, like, fracking gas area for a while. Um, But it's going over the Native American land underground and then that's gonna you know although they're saying oh it's we're gonna have clean water and this pipe's gonna be isolated you know uh but you know this is ruining the our our land the sioux uh nation out there right the north dakota university team used to be called the fighting sioux but they don't call that anymore so uh but you know it's a lot of people are I think one of the celebrities, I can't remember her name. She's the girl from The Fault in Our Stars and The Divergent and shit. She got arrested a couple months ago, and then people didn't pay attention to this thing until recently when it started picking up. Um, 
but the Dakota Pipe Access Line, apparently they had the permit to build this, but it's over the NATO lane without consulting with the Native American tribes out there. But uh, apparently not every member of the tribes oppose a pipeline. And actually this viral effort has been pretty good because there are a lot of entrepreneurial people in that tribe that's been involved, you know, getting the story around in viral fashion, you know, like Bernie people. But, you know, I... You know, I, you know, I, I am for the Native American rights. I think they suffered enough, you know. But, and you know, I, I hope they address this issue because people have been avoiding this for a few months because of the, the, cacony is that the word of the election that, uh, election that we have, you know, we have you know, going on right now. By the way, they, I saw some election ads tonight during the World Series, which I didn't understand. I saw more Trump ads during the game, you know, especially in the later innings. You know, if you show it in the first five innings, okay, that's fine. But in the later innings, I wish they would get rid of the political ads because I'm like, especially a game like tonight when it was like really tense and all the emotions were invested in this, the two droughts that we're having, 176 years combined. I I saw the Trump ad about Hillary and after the eighth inning ended, going into the ninth, and I just like yelled at the TV, "Fuck you, Donald! What the fuck? Like, you seriously bought ad spots for the ninth inning, so that we just like, you know what? Go Cubs, but fuck Hillary. You know it's gonna be huge. It's gonna be huge. You know, fuck you, man. And then like, it happened just before the tenth inning too. You know, after the ninth inning ended and we're in the rain delay, I saw a Trump ad again, and then I was like. Fuck you. Like, you know, why can't you leave us alone for, like, you know, less than one week to go? And then I was like, you know what? I didn't see any Hillary ads after the, in the later innings. But then, you know, her ad finally came on criticizing Donald instead of the inspirational one she had earlier, which I just go, oh, God. Like, did, did the Democrats also spend money in the big money in the later innings? So, you know, so just to remind people to go out and fucking vote. I'm sure that the fact that it came out in the 10th, you know, tells me that it it was meant to be after the World Series ended. But obviously, that's it didn't work out that way. Either way, I don't want any polit- political ads. Although, I'm not saying, you know, like, I'm not watching, I'm not saying I'm not one of those people like, I'm watching sports because I want to avoid politics. No, no, no. Listen to my first episode. Like, no, it's not that. But at that juncture and then the magnitude of the sports entertainment you know, emotional investment that we have going at that moment. What the fuck? I don't want to hear this. And I really thought, like, I really hate both candidates and both parties at that moment. If if I were a voter, because I can't vote, I'd be like, fuck you both. I'm just going to vote for Jill Stein or something. Although you shouldn't. She's an idiot, too. So, anyways, I'm, I'm, I'm going off the rail here. I, I don't know. I'm still in the emotional high a little bit. But, uh, yeah, c- congratulations to the Chicago Cubs and then the Chicago f- people out there. And the Iowans out there because the Iowa is a Cubs territory. Iowa Cubs, that's their Triple Eight affiliate. And all the Cubs fans around the world because, uh, you know, you know, you, you make a joke about the sports drought. It's like, well, you know, they're going to win before I die. Well, a lot of people died during the Cubs drought, you know, 108 years, right? So, and you know what? As a Leafs fan who's going into the 50-year drought i don't know maybe we have hope if the cuffs can do it in 108 years and if the city of cleveland can lift the championship after 54 years or 60 years or whatever maybe there's hope 
And then the Blackhawks, they had their long drought. Like, that was that was over 50 years. Rangers had their 54-year drought in 94. Maybe there's hope. Maybe the Leafs, the Leafs are winning. And then maybe I'll see it before I die. Ah, oh, just hoping. I, I just hope the Blue Jays come back and do well. Raptors are doing good. They're 4-0 now, I think. Or 3-0 at least. They beat the Wizards tonight, so... Oh my God! I didn't. I didn't think I was gonna dedicate this to the sports. I I I wanted to talk about the EpiPen healthcare. I'm finally reading upon it, upon it, but oh my God, no one's gonna listen to that at this juncture, right? And then the what, less than one week to go election, you know. But whatever, not you know. We we got other days to cover. You know, maybe I'll do an off episode. I've been keep saying that I got a book review to do, EpiPen thing to do. Uh, North Dakota Pipeline. I I guess I gotta study that a little more. Uh, oh, Facebook earnings came out today. I wanted to talk about the stock investors a little bit. I I don't understand them. I don't know what the hell they want. You know, Facebook uh posted their earnings today, and then they it's another record-setting quarter, but the stock went down like four percent. And I'm like, what the fuck do you want? You know, blah blah blah. And then I I I just don't get investors. And same as Apple, like Apple stockholders are like they're not happy with sales. Yeah, there's some like stagnant points, but like. My God, like the amount of devices and the revenue they make, it, it's just unbelievable. It's a Fortune 100 company by itself, but people, can't, investors are unsatisfied. I, I sometimes wonder if these are like sane people. It's same as a fucking election. I'm like, those non-committed voters or whatever. I don't understand these investors and they're ruining my fucking portfolio too, so I'm not happy. I'm not happy. But you know what? Cups won and I saw a pretty epic World Series. I'm sure we're going to have ESPN 30 for 30, you know, and then the DVD, you know, documentary of this, you know, the especially the Game 7. Uh, with the rain delay, all that dramatic pause, and I've, you know, wow, it, I can't describe it. You know, if you haven't watched it, boy, you missed out. Even if you're not a baseball fan, you missed out. So, you know, and this is why sports is sometimes awesome. It just brings people together. And then I've been like just Snapchatting, tweeting, Facebooking, Instagramming away while watching this. I wasn't at a bar tonight. You know, I was in bars and like over the weekends during the Halloween and stuff, you know, watching the series. But, you know, I, tonight I just said, fuck it. I'm just like coming home early. I'm just going to catch this game. And I did that yesterday, too. So I'm like, I, I got to watch this before I die. It's It's history. And the history happened. 108 year drought ended. I don't know what sport. Around the world has this kind of drought of and you know wind that has this magnitude of emotion involved. You know, can you think of one in soccer or in the football or a cricket, Australian football, basketball around the world? You know, some other you know drought that I'm not thinking right now, but a hundred years that's this is this is a world story, you know, and cups, you know. Cubs are a world's team. I just hope that the Cubs fans don't become obnoxious and all that like the Red Sox fans did after 04, you know. I just like whatever. So anyways, I'm just going to leave it short there and I maybe I'll record another one tomorrow with all the serious topics, but congratulations Cubs. Pitching was great. Hitting adjusted at the right time which the Red Sox and the Blue Jays couldn't do this offseason or this postseason. Uh Cleveland, keep your heads up, you know. You still got the NBA championship. The pitching, there were a lot of injuries. You know, two starters were gone, Carlos Carrasco and uh, Danny Salazar, although he came in as a long relief this World Series. You know, they got two starters coming back next year, and then they got a really great uh, young core of players. They're going to be tough competitors in the uh, in the American League next year again, uh, you know. So, 
yeah, uh, that was a really good baseball season. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. That was that was. I'll say it is the best World Series that I've ever seen, and then it is the best World Series game I've seen in my life, and I think it should be up there in your list. So, anyways, hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, subscribe on iTunes, Google Play Music, whatever, all that stuff, all the podcasts are out there. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, maybe I'll check in tomorrow or Friday or the offsode. I think I got to do it before the election. I think next week is going to be a episode uh, the election episode plus a time zone change. Oh, make sure you change your time. Ch- times are going to change this Saturday night, Sunday morning at 12 o'clock. All right. Peace out.